And now, from Speakspokane Studios, it's the Super 90s Brothers! It's a me, Mario! Mario, and this is a Super Mario card. To be Fabrizio. Doesn't he do that in the in the show? In the show, in the in, in the, the game. In the Nintendo sixty four one, he does, but not in the. In the it's Mario Kart. Yeah, he might do that in sixty four version. Yeah, well, he definitely isn't in all the other versions too. Welcome to the Super 90s Brothers, Ow! where we do hazy memory riffs on the most radical decade ever. I'm your host, Brennan Pointer. Along with me is my co-host, Adam J. Pitzler. And today we're talking about Mario Kart for the SNES and the Nintendo 64. Ow! Ow! I guess I could have called it the Super Nintendo. You wrote SNES, so I just... Feel free to ad-lib, or, Anchorman. Or, or the SNES, as uh, our British friends like to call it. You know, um, that's not bad. I've never heard it called the SNES. I kind of like it. It's yeah, like our our friend Rob, who's from England, he always he calls it SNES and NES. It's that's what they call it. Brennan's always really nice to say our friend when he's referring to one of his friends. Well, you're friends with Rob. I mean, I'm friendly, but I don't know if Rob likes me. I think I've said that before. Um, well, he listens to our podcast sometimes, so you know maybe he'll respond and let you know if well, he likes I, you. Well, I like Rob. I'm not sure how he feels about me. It's a lot of my. It's the same as like my relationships with women in high school. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, he might not like you. Yeah. I don't know. I get it. <laughs> um, well, we've, we're back and we're, wow. we're doing, we're, I'm, you didn't want to do this. You did not want to do Mario Kart because you just, you know, you just, you don't think there's enough to talk about. I mean, you driving around in circles, really, let, let's talk for days about it. I mean, Let's let's do it. So Mario Kart, let's get into it. Do, I mean, we don't really need to get into anything else. We don't need to talk about the weather because we're both in the same spot. It's, it is nice outside, though. Please stop referring to the weather at all. <laughs> it especially doesn't age well on a podcast. It doesn't. No. Um, well, let's get into it. Mario Kart Ow. debuted September 1st, 1992. Mm. Over 8.75 million copies sold. Wow. Uh, that has to be up there on the the most for the Super Nintendo. I'm sure it is top five. Um, 1992, Dude, Super we Nintendo. Were I mean, so young. We were very young, eight, eight years half. old. We were yeah, eight and a half. Um, how old were you when you started? Did you have you? I always forget. Did you have? You didn't have a Super Nintendo. I did. You, you did. Didn't. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. You always forget who, which one of us didn't. Well, no, I, I always forget if you're a Sega guy or if you're Super. No, it's Nintendo. all of it. I have you're all, all of it because you're a lonely child. Well, not an only child. You're not an only child. I should. Re, you're not an only child, but you are. I was mostly an only. You're child. mostly an only child because my sister like was seven years older, and she moved out when I was ten. Yeah. So, so you're an only child, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, um, I get it. And I never got a Super Nintendo until they went on sale, and, until the '64 came out. <laughs> um, did you get? To, did you play this a lot? Yeah. Um, so I remember when this first came out. Um, when it first debuted, I'm sure this was like. Mid September 1992, me and my sister were at a, 
were at a Fred Meyer and they had an electronics store inside the Fred Meyers. And in the electronics store, they had Mario Kart set up on one of those little booths that you could mm. go play. And my sister and I were like, holy shit, there's Mario Kart. Like we had seen advertisement, we hadn't played it yet, right? Yeah. So we go over and we play Mario Kart for the first time. And I remember this vividly. We picked the the Star Cup. And so the first race was that like Koopa Beach level. Mm. Um, with the ocean and you drive around, I mean, y'all drive around a circle, but that was the first race we ever played. And she and I, I don't remember who we were, but I remember we finished seventh and eighth and we thought we did well. Like we thought there was like 20 cars there. Like we didn't know there was eight cars (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, you know, it was, it was fun. And I, I got it not long after. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of when I played it. And so I didn't have a super Nintendo until later and, I think I probably played this at a friend's house. I had this friend who lived like kind of far away from me, but he was like my only friend that had a Super Nintendo or that I was like friends with. Like I had a friend that had a Super Nintendo, but then we stopped being friends. So you, so I couldn't go over to his house to play. Were you in Spokane at this point? Yeah, I lived in Spokane. Okay. Like, was this the friend that didn't like you after you took him to Rockadoodle? Rockadoodle. No, I, that, that's a, no, <laughs> that's a, that's Ryan Van Dorn. Like he was like a, a jock baseball player who played at Mead High School. And he found out you liked Rockadoodle and he didn't want to be your friend anymore. I don't know. No, he was my friend. I it's don't understandable really... to, to turn on somebody over Rockadoodle. Man, Rockadoodle's bad. It is bad. I watched that recently. It's a... You did? I started it. It's avail- It's somewhere. It's available somewhere. Um, that movie is the weirdest fucking movie I've ever watched yeah. for a kid's movie. This is why I didn't want to do Mario Kart because Rockadoodle is more interesting. Well, I, this is what we do. We talk about the topic and then we also fit in other things. We can't do a show on Rockadoodle. I could talk so much shit about Rockadoodle. The thing, the problem with Mario Kart and the problem why with these kinds of topics for me is I like them. So I don't, I'm not, I don't really have a lot of shit to talk, but I, I don't also don't like love it. I, and I'm not like super passionate about Mario Kart. I think mm. it's really fun. Like, especially with friends. Yeah. Rockadoodle was Don Bluth. Do you know Don Bluth? Like he did like um, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All Dogs Go to Heaven is weird too. And I mean, I think he did. Did he do America? Like, yeah, the Five Goes West. Or yeah, not Five Goes West. Animated like, com or the an- adult animation guy. Yeah. Um, and then like Dom DeLuise was like in all of his movies. Dom DeLuise is. Is do you know he's an acquired taste? Yeah, he's that a, I never acquired. <laughs> um, anyways, Rockadoodle was a was piece definitely a movie. Piece of shit. Um. <laughs> I am so I lost our, tra- our train of thought. I mean, what, I mean, what is there to talk about? I mean, you oh, I'm talking about some... I'm talking my impressions. Yeah. You know, like my impressions were I played this with friends and I hated it. I hated this game, and I had it for my super. Nit- I mean, but it was a game that everyone got. You had to you had to play it like because it was Super Nintendo. It was Mario. They were in carts. You know. You know what? Fuck fuck the history. We just played. Let's just talk about that. Brennan and I just played Mario Kart Super Nintendo like yes. just 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And he's terrible. At I'm it. awful at it. It's he, it's such a hard game. It's such a hard racing game for me. Like I'm not a good I'm not a good racing game person in general. But for whatever reason, Super Nintendo is this. The racing games on them are just clunky. They're so hard to play. And I just I never got good at Super Super Mario Kart. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't have a Super Nintendo until you were like you know 31 or so. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand why. Well, now I have 
every iteration of Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like I have it on the classic. I have it on my Switch. I can play Mario Kart as much as I want to now, and I still choose not to play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, we just played it. Brennan was able to place fourth in the first race and third in the final race, and he ranked out of all the three ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, what were your impressions of it when you played it? I mean, it's fun. It's, I mean, at the time, 1992, there wasn't this big catalog or library of games that you could play and have fun with with your friends. I mean, you, everybody had like five to ten games maybe that they enjoyed in their in their own personal collection. And so Mario Kart was a good two-player game that you could play with your buddies. And it was, it was replayable because there was all these different courses and it had the battle modes. And, you know, it just... Mm. It had renewable. The battle mode, that was the thing that I could actually play. Because, like, you didn't have to be that good of a driver to to be that good at it. And if you got the red shell, all you had to do was be in the vicinity of the who you're playing. And I remember playing that a lot, but it was only it was only two players. Yeah, battle mode was fun, but it was only two players. And I don't think there was any CP, computer. No, no like, there wasn't. So it was just you two playing. It was you like, versus someone else. Yeah, and that's not... It's not that great. That's not fun. In hindsight, I mean, when you go to do it now, it's not that great. But at the time, it was pretty fun. But like, would you, if you had friends over, was it like, was it the go-to? Or would you choose, a, would you guys play something else together? It was part of a... It Rotation? Was, it was, yeah, it was part of an ensemble of games we might play, I would say. But like, all the games that you've ever played, like you're, for those who don't know, like Adam's kind of a savant at video games. Aren't you? Yeah. Like you can beat games that normal kids can't couldn't beat and so like you probably got really good at this game and were probably pretty annoying to play against yeah i mean i was that was like a recurring problem with me growing up is that i always felt like too good for my friend's skill levels Mm. it never most games didn't match up where we both felt competitive and into it all the time right i felt like i was just always kicking everybody's ass but there's i i grow to appreciate that (laughs) in like a goldberg wcw kind of way just like killing everyone at the very start yeah and there's there's a there's a pride i took in that so yeah we turned on the game here We're, we're, we're here together um in spokane yeah filming uh live today and and I was like, we should just play, we should pop in Mario Kart on my SNES Classic and let's play a round. And yeah, and Adam got first every time, got me that gold cup so we can work one step closer to unlocking 150cc. Um, <laughs> and which I don't even know if I could play that game at 150cc. Yeah, it's, that, it's not easy. It's not, this game is not easy to play. The play like 150 cc is not easy in this game. The like the level of difficulty between 50 to 150 cc. I don't think they have 200 cc in this version. No, um, but like it is, it's it's un, for me it's unplayable. Yeah, um, I could do it. I got good enough to beat 115 gold and all that. But it it took a while. It took me a long time to be able to get good enough to earn all that. Yeah, but this game has some some pretty cool unlockable races. Mm. maybe some of the best early unlockable gaming shit that I can remember because it was a really popular game. It was rather simple to understand. You have to get gold in all of these races to unlock these things. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a hidden Easter egg that people didn't know about, but you still had to be good enough to get it. So it was something that like everybody was collectively trying to earn. Mm. And I remember there was some kid at my elementary school that told me he had earned it before me and I didn't believe the unlockables were what the the 150 cc and, and, and the special and course. the special code. is there a is there a reverse 
There Option. is in the 64 version. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Um, we not, we're not going to do bad synopsis, right? Well, I mean, what do you say? Mario Kart is about Mario and his friends, and they're racing. Yeah, it never been done before. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, like we we did um, we did Smash Brothers what, a couple episodes ago, and yeah, that was that was cool because they were fighting. This I, was cool because they were um, yeah, racing. It. Yeah, you're right. We, um, we were praising the same things in Smash Bros. How they how they took a conglomeration of video games and put them together in one, and let them use some of their own like individual traits. And that was cool. Like Yoshi threw an egg, and Donkey Kong Jr. threw a banana, and Bowser threw a fireball. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, Toad and Princess threw a mushroom. Like it was, I don't know. It, it wasn't terrible, and they all had their own courses too. Yeah. Do Do you want to know some history about it? Since we don't have much to talk about, there's some history behind yeah. Mario Kart and how it came to existence. So yeah. when they were building SNES, they were like they wanted a racing game, and they made. A ver- that made a version of Mario Kart that was this like generic racers. And they're like, well, this isn't very fun. Like it's just random people like this. It's, it wasn't, didn't have any type of like get like you're going to have like guys in this different color suits, like color, whatever. Like it wasn't fun. And then they're like, let's just put Mario sprites in it. Let's make them fi- race each other. And so that's, that's where it came from. Good marketing. Like if this game was, Guys, yeah. race car guys, Just like, like eight people in different colored suits. Yeah, that'd be awful. Be be awful. Yeah, be like F Zero. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I think we already talked about that we don't really understand why people like it. Yeah, um, didn't you say that that was almost like a like a beta version of this game? Um, they were they were they use the same engine, obviously. Um, I mean, F Zero was F Zero was a launch title. Mario Kart wasn't. So, I mean, this came out two years after Mar- I mean, after the system came out. So, like, so, so speaking of the drivers in the game, um, I wanted to talk about like our favorite drivers. I think uh, why don't you get do the first one? <laughs> My favorite driver is Yoshi. Yoshi. And Yoshi has, as you pointed out to me, the fastest and best acceleration. He's also doesn't control well. He has bad handling. Bad handling. Sorry, um, I did not realize that. Yeah, he he's t- he's almost a little too quick for a game that has so many tight turn radiuses. Yeah. He he, unless you're really really used to playing with Yoshi, it's a little tough. And it was it was an odd choice. People always picked Yoshi. Um, he was a popular Nintendo character, and he was a fast driver. But he wasn't he wasn't really the best use person to use if you weren't great at this game. Yeah, I mean. I think he was probably the only person I ever used. I mean, him and maybe Mario or Koopa. Like, I is Koopa your favorite? Koopa was always my favorite. I don't. I I don't know how I landed on that. I just. I mean, when I owned the game, I remember being a little kid and just trying everybody out and settling on Koopa, thinking this guy was my favorite. I seem to perform the best with Koopa. Is he the most evenly balanced character? I think Mario probably is. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's yeah, that definitely is true. I mean, but they had weight limits in this, like. Bowser was heavy and could run people over, and but he was the slowest acceleration. Slow, yeah. But if you got him going... Yeah, Donkey Kong Jr. and Bowser at top speed felt faster than everyone else, but they couldn't turn very well, and they, and they had no acceleration. So if you bumped anybody or you bumped a wall or somebody got you with an item, you were kind of foobarred. Yeah. Um, Mario and Luigi were both good. They were both good characters to use. If you're going to go pick up this game randomly, you haven't played forever, I would recommend using one of those two. 
I would I would say what I, what everyone fucking hates about Mario and Luigi is that when you're playing the one player mode, one of those two is almost always the person that you're fighting with for first place all the time. Like they're always like the second or third place competitor, and those fuckers can turn on star power like whenever they want as much as they want. Mm. It is so cheap and so outbalanced compared to what everyone else has. Yeah, the 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 system in this game like I don't know if they had rubber band mechanics yet. No, no. You, what that's that's a real problem with this game is that dependent on the character that you choose, they they sort of select the racers that are, you're going to be competitive with. Like they rank them 2 through 7 after what you picked and it's always the same ending save whatever it, significance you might have on that race. So like if you don't hit anybody with items and you're a Koopa Troopa Every fucking race, Luigi's gonna finish second, Peach is gonna finish third, and mm. like and like Donkey finished. I don't remember who's finished fourth, but it's the same people every oh, really? time. And the only reason that they get mixed up is because you fuck with them with items. Huh. Interesting. It's it's not. It's lame because it no yeah. matter who you play with, you're always like up against the same people. So you just gotta just go through and use all the different characters. Yeah, there. and you're not afraid of sick like four or five of the people at the race from the beginning. You're like, well, these people suck. That like the AI doesn't even want them competing with me. I only gotta worry about these two. Yeah. Donkey Kong Junior. Why Donkey Kong Junior? Why at all? Yeah. Did you ever play Donkey Kong Junior for Nintendo? Uh, yes. I mean every. I mean, I think I never, I don't think I owned it, but I definitely played it. I actually own that game um, for NES. Me and my sister played Donkey Kong Jr. a lot. Um, Donkey Kong Jr. was kind of a more kitty version of Donkey Kong, the classic game. You, It was a little more fun. You could climb up and down rope vines. It was, it had similar mechanics to the original Donkey Kong where you're just jumping over barrels and shit, but it, it took it to the next level. Mm. But, oh. in, but mm. instead of controlling Donkey Kong, you were controlling his son, Donkey Kong Jr., who was always trying to get up to the top to stop Donkey. And I don't know if you were hurting him as much as you were just like kind of stopping the chaos. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't like attacking him. You're just getting to him like, oh, the baby has to get to his dad type yeah. thing. And, um... That's how Donkey Kong got introduced into the lexicon. I don't. I have no idea why they chose him as the racer instead of just real Donkey Kong. Maybe they thought Donkey Kong was too big, and or they couldn't. I, I there's probably a reason, and I'm but I'm not going to find out why. <laughs> the worst part about Donkey Kong Junior. is he's wearing like this fucking little white wife beater. That's what he wears in the. Isn't it, isn't that what he wears in the the Donkey Kong game? He's no, like I a, think, I think doesn't he wear like a suit? I think he's naked in the game. Is he? Well, they didn't want to make him naked in this version, I guess. Well, he could have been just, like, bare-chested. He's a fucking ape. You know, I don't know why they didn't have him in, in cl- bare-naked. Do you think donkey is an odd suffix for an ape character? Or prefix, I mean? Yeah, and there's a reason why it's why he's called Donkey Kong. I mean, the Kong is from yeah. King Kong, obviously, but I haven't... Yeah, I'm not sure why it's called. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like it came up in that Netflix documentary about video games that came out last year, which is awesome. I wish I could remember the name of it. Did you watch it? It's like a six-part miniseries on video games. No. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, my gosh. I want to... I love video game documentaries. I just watched um, Console Wars on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, yeah? And it just goes over like the... Basically, it's like um, the movie's about... Uh, Nintendo versus Sega mm-hmm. and how Sega came in and like kind of took away the market share from Nintendo and ultimately, you know, 
Yeah, there is an episode about that. Okay. In, in this documentary, I was. It's like a six-part docu series, and one of those is about that. Okay. But one of them is about really early arcades and a, and a lot about Donkey Kong, and I think it might have been answered that. I just can't recall. It's been a year since I watched it, yeah. or maybe nine months. I want to. Yeah, I'll, I'll find that. Uh, I the you should go if you were you should go watch Console Wars. Like if you're listening, it's a really good documentary. The funny thing about it is though is like. There is these console wars. It's Sega versus Nintendo, and then all of a sudden the movie, the show ends, and it's like ultimately PlayStation wins. <laughs> so, it's, so the other drivers in the game, uh, like like Toad was a pussy. He would spin out all the time. Everyone would bump into you. if you were Toad and you got bumped, you would like spin out, which was a huge disadvantage. Like it, like that. It's essentially like getting hit with extra items all the time. Mm. It's just Toad was awful. And then Princess was a girl, so obviously she can't drive for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Princess was weak too, though. She would spin out too. Never. I probably least use character for young boys. Toad and Princess. Well, Princess. Princess was better than Toad, though. I would I play mean, with Princess before Toad. Yeah, I probably played as Toad every once plus, in a while. Plus, Princess was actually kick ass in Super Mario Brothers Two on NES. Princess and Luigi were mm. kick-ass characters in that game. So I, I'm not... I, I was making a joke earlier. I always had respect for Princess. It's just in this game, she wasn't that good. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, we, get, we talked about Bowser or Donkey Kong. I mean, it's a very small list of characters. I mean, it's eight. Yeah. Is Toad a boy or a girl? Boy. Are you sure? I'm pretty I, I, sure. I think Nintendo said something about Toad being genderless on, like, National Gay Day or something. That's fair. He Maybe he's a... But but if you played like Paper Mario games, there are very clearly like male toads and female toads. In the the I play a game with Link and Ivy. It's the Super Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Yeah, like so I play New Super Mario Brothers, and there's Toad, and then there's Toadette. Oh, okay, so like they there's they definitely have genders. I feel like Toad was very girly for a boy. If Toad was a boy, I mean. Yeah, he's he's fine. That's fine. Yeah, he's um, different. <laughs> we lo- we love him for his differences. Uh, favorite courses. My favorite course were always the ice levels. I, I thought they created something. I I really like the the ice blocks on mm. the level. There's a bunch of these ice blocks that slow you down, and you have to bump them. But you only have to bump them once to like clear them out of the way. I thought they provided a little extra fun, and the slip and sliding also created something a little fun. And there was like there was like. Uh, ice fishing holes that you could fall into into like the freezing blue water in this game if you fell off the cliff or you fell in the water it was a pretty big detriment it was hard to come back from big falls in this game yes as i learned earlier today well that's that's mostly because as i pointed out earlier like you'll play a whole fucking game like and have five laps in less than two minutes yeah like these games are so quick like you're doing every lap in like 20 seconds or less and so if you if you cost an extra five seconds in one lap it's pretty difficult to overcome and like i said there's no rubber banding and I, i i was in last for a lot of the races and i never got a lightning yeah, that didn't make sense to me. But you also weren't very good at getting the question mark. That's true. Like, That's fair. and you would carry items that you didn't need for more than one lap. That's fair. And then you would misuse the feather. You know, because like we kept on, I kept on getting mushrooms, and I was already going too fast. And I knew if I used a mushroom, I'm just gonna, I'm was probably gonna, just gonna go out of control or hit, yeah. hit, hit a wall. Mushrooms were really only effective on straightaways, or there's a, there's some parts where you could go through the rough patches mm, yeah. and have a little shortcut. And, it, and once you learn the levels and you know where those are, then you know when to use your mushroom. Yes. But if you haven't memorized the level, you fucking know. Yeah. 
Um, my favorite levels were I like the ghost house. Yeah. Um, there that was probably my favorite. I really liked the basic um, Rainbow Road. Like so hard. Like, no edges. It, I mean, no edges, but like you're right. On 50 CC though, it's manageable. <laughs> Can you even play Rainbow Road on 50? I think so. I'm not sure. I like. I mean, I like the colors. I always remember. You like the colors. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, it is, it, it definitely looked so different. And when you got to it and you were like, whoa. Yeah. You know, I remember the difficulty of beating the special courses. Like it was, I, we talked earlier about how it was hard to even earn the special courses. Once you earn them, in order to advance to the next special course, you have to place in the top four. Mm. I remember earning the special course and it taking me another week just to beat the first fucking, just to place in the mm. first level so I could even see what the next course was. And it was like, oh, I can't wait to see what these other courses look like. Yeah. And I couldn't even, I couldn't even get to them because I kept dying, kept finishing fifth or whatever. Yeah, I really, I mean, what's funny about Mario Kart original on, on the Super NES is that it, it had like only like five different types of tracks. It had the main racetrack, like the Mario and Luigi speedways, like speedways. It then it had the mole yeah, version. The moles would like jump on your car and then they would start like humping you in the face. Yeah. They were like sexually assaulting you. Um, then there was like a, what was it? There was mole. There was like a, gr like dirt track outside. In the mud, yeah. Um, Those and then donkey ice horses, and then yeah. Bowser and ghost. Yeah, and then were, Rainbow. I guess there's six. They were kind of... Well, Rainbow's just one course, but they were kind of themed after some of the characters. Is there not a hard version of Rainbow? Well, you can play it on 150cc. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, I guess I was thinking like... Because like there's multiple versions of like Mario and Luigi's racetracks. Like there's like a the short... Ver, like the... Yeah, the, Rainbow just has one. Just has one. It's this one iteration. course on the special. Gotcha. Yeah. Well... Um, we earned Brennan uh, a gold cup in the star cup today on 100 cc so now he can play <laughs> I, it, he has the privilege of trying the special cup on 100 cc not gonna try it yeah <laughs> um yeah well that's um that's about it that's yeah. um that's, that's mario kart, that's mario kart uh, super nes i mean i actually do have a lot to say talk about in the next iteration because there's two mario karts that came out in the 90s and there's We're not getting to that one yet though i know but yeah there's this is, I think this is 1B of the two. Like, I 1B? think it's 1B. You mean it's two? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's actually probably another 90s, but I never, I think it, Mario Kart GP or GT, GT uh, on, the, on the Game Boy Advance came out. Oh, um, oh, I didn't play that. I guess we can find out. Um, but yeah, that was, I think super, I mean, honestly, like, if we're going to get in, if, I don't know if we get into this now. Maybe we'll talk about this at the end, but like, I think the replayability of this game is horrendous. I would never wish it on anybody. If you're going to play a Mario Kart, play the next one that we're going to talk about. But before that, we're going to play you a uh, tune of the time. It's the tunes of the time. Oh, yeah. Tunes of the time. Yeah. This is where I play you the number one song in America at the time this video game was released. September 1st, 1992. Humping Around by Bobby Brown. Well, there you go. Humping Around by 
Bobby Brown. Um, Brennan, you were a big R&B kid. Yeah, I Did was. Did you like this song? Of course. Who doesn't like humping around? I honestly didn't remember the song. Um, humping around was, yeah. I mean, I don't, Bobby Brown wasn't really that big of a artist, I would say. Like, he was, I mean, I guess he's, he was, he was big, but like, I mean, I, this song wasn't that popular in for me, but like, I like the song. I, I've gone back and listened to Bobby Brown and it's a, it's a fun song. So the video is kind of fun. It's, I mean, almost all like nineties videos, like 80% of it is them sing, excuse me, singing into the camera. So it's like Bobby and his boys, like dancing around a stage, looking at the camera, singing the lyrics, but then it would, it would like intercut these little vignettes of like his girlfriend, like, answering phones and nobody's there and then getting mad and slamming phones down and looking at like uh, phones that say they're on secret mode, whatever the fuck that is. So it's, just, it's like this suspicious girl that thinks the dude is cheating and she's like sniffing around. Yeah. Ain't nobody humping around. And Bobby's claim is that he wasn't humping around, that it was all bullshit. But don't you think this song was probably just one big gaslight on Whitney? <laughs> didn't think about that like I, I swear true. like whitney like got mad at him for some shit and he's no babe nothing's going on so he wrote a song about it see i wrote a song about it i was totally innocent i never touched that girl in taiwan or whatever uh, were they married at, the, at this time do you I know i, I wonder because that's 1992 so yeah. so digging into some of the dirt of bobby brown and whitney which is not i that's, mean it's not all that funny when you get into some of the ugly stuff but i'll say that bobby and whitney were in fact humping around they were Whitney especially well Bobby Brown was humping around on that girl in the video with Whitney Houston yeah really so but but you know all of this is from like Bobby's memoirs or like Bobby's expose special where he's selling like secrets about Whitney and Whitney's family's not happy about that so like it's all like Bobby point of view taint so like him saying that Whitney slept with all these people and he like only did it after she cheated on him it just sounds like bullshit yeah do you remember this song? Did you? No, no, I don't remember the song. You weren't. I wasn't listening to rap and R&B when I was like eight years old, dude. Yeah. Well, you weren't listening to Top Forty. You were listening to no. rock. I, I really wasn't listening to music. Like it wasn't something I did. I didn't go aspire to listen to music. If it was like on when I was in the car with my parents and I didn't hear it then, then I wasn't going to hear it. Mm. Interesting. Um, well, yeah. Well, that was uh, that was humping around. I, I yeah. It won a better than our. Last episode song. Yeah, that, um, that is. That's it's not awful. Um, it hasn't aged too badly or anything. That's true. Well, let's get into what I think is. I'm going to say it: the penultimate <laughs> <laughs> version of Mario Kart. Uh, uh, Mario Kart. People are just going to think you're dumb. Like, I know gonna, people are going to think I'm dumb. Just gonna think it, you don't but if know. you listen, if you listen to the the show, like you know that I always use penultimate. Out of context. Um, but that started because you really didn't know. That's true. It's not like you were always doing it to troll me. Yeah. But, now I, know, have, but now I know what penultimate means. You've grown to use it to troll me. Um, well, here we go. Here, here is the theme from Mario Kart. I'm going to say it. Not as good as the Super Nintendo version. No, not as good. Um, I mean, that's common, right? The Super Nintendo and Nintendo like, had great music. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, but we just love that type. I mean, you, you yeah. guys hear that type of music on our intro and outro every day. Yeah. So, Mario Kart 64. Um, this is... Oh, my gosh. I have so many memories of playing Mario Kart 64. Well, it debuted 
February 10th, 1997, and sold just under 10 million copies. Und- yeah, it, this is probably the, has to be the number one or two 64 game, I mean, probably outside of Mario 64. Um, and like Zelda Oat. So I... And Goldeneye. And Goldeneye. And Smash Bros. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll, not Smash Bros. I'm going to get this list up. I'll get the... But, uh, I mean, 1997, we're, we're now... We're... So I just turned 13. Yeah, we're in our teens. And this is like middle school. It's like seventh grade, I think. I got Mario Kart, I believe, with, I believe I got it when I got my 64. I got Ocarina of Time, I got NFL Blitz, and I got Mario Kart it's a for good, Christmas. It's a good group. And this game was always on. Outside, I mean, outside of Ocarina of Time when I was playing that by myself. But this game was amazing. Great game. Great. Maybe the first great multiplayer game on 64. Yeah. Because 64 had four had fours. And things. this was the first time you felt like you could really take advantage of it, I thought. Yeah. You, I mean, because yeah, you, you couldn't do it on NFL Blitz. I mean, NFL Blitz was not... Yeah. It wasn't so universally received. The problem was, I, I remember when it came out and people were getting it. I remember like not having four controllers. Like nobody had four controllers. You had to like pull controllers. Yeah, you had your friend. Your friend had to have a super a sixty four, and you had to. Yeah, you're always traveling with your controller to a friend's house. That's what they wanted you to do, though. Like that's what Nintendo. I mean, eventually I probably had four controllers, but Nintendo wanted you to bring your controller around because it had also had the save data. Behind in the thing that you could take from friend. That house was kind of cool, don't you think? How it had the controller had the little slot. It was. I mean, I don't. Do you remember? I don't think I ever used it. Oh, oh, I did for save games, but and the Rumble Pack. But mm. also, the coolest thing I think I ever did with that was you could put, you could play game. You could play Pokemon Stadium using your Pokemon from oh. Game Boy through a little adapter that went into the back of your controller like that. And I that kind of blew my mind when I was yeah. like 14. I was like, whoa, I just pulled characters from a different console into this game. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. And the, the way they were able to do creative things like that was through this weird slot in the back of your 64 controller. It, that slot was also there for the Rumble Pack that came with... Which was badass. Star Fox. Um, sorry, lost my train of thought. Um so a lot of good multiplayer, a ton, ton of multi, good multiplayer. Yes, um, and I to get back of best selling sixty four games. Number two, uh, nine point eight million sixty four Mario Kart sixty four, eleven million for Super Mario sixty four, which is a kind of hard to judge because it also has consoles. Came with the console. Yeah. Came with the console. So Mario Kart is the number two selling game. Yep. Oh man, I wouldn't have guessed that. Good for it. Yeah, very popular, really fun, mm-hmm. uh, and still fun. Like you said, like we just picked up the Super Nintendo version. I don't think we would want to play it again. But the 64 version? Yeah, we could play that. Yeah, we could, and you could have like guys over and like everybody would play it. It's hard to, it's, it, I will say the game has not aged well because I have gone back and played it. I had it on the Wii at like, I think it was a virtual console buy and the, you can, it's, the graphics are just really bad. Like all 64 graphics are bad. Like I think the 64, that era of video games and we've talked about this before is like the most unplayable, like to me, because it's the graphics are just so terrible. Like it's not even like a good like you can go back and play a, a, a Super Nintendo game because it has that like nostal- like that vintage feel. This doesn't feel vintage. This feels like shitty. Like this a shitty 
graphic game. Yeah, um, Mario Kart 64 didn't try too hard with the graphics. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, it doesn't get to me personally, but I totally agree with what you're yeah. saying. And for those who don't like, if you don't know about like the the technical aspects of video games, these Mario Kart 64 and Super Nintendo, you weren't moving around the track. In 64 as well? Yeah, you were, the track was moving around you. So when you were using the left thumbstick, you're just turning the screen. You're just turning the screen. You're just basically a, a character that's in, in the, the, the screen's move pulling around you. It's like those old driver's ed, like, remember, remember <laughs> yeah. you were, like, in the car, and there's, like, a, there's like a, like a movie screen in front of you? Mm-hmm. And so, but on 64, you could totally tell it was just being pulled around you, and it kind of, it, it feels weird. Um but yeah, I mean, getting into it, like not, late nights of playing this with my friends, uh, favorite drivers. Um, I mean, Yoshi was still the fastest, I think. He was. Yeah. He still seemed like he was everybody's favorite. I mean, my favorite in the original was Koopa Troopa. So when I got this one, I was kind of pissed. Yeah. I was like, hey, what what'd you guys do with Koopa Troopa? You kept Toad and you didn't keep Koopa Troopa? Like, Toad is still a pussy in this version, too. <laughs> like, he still sucks. No respect. No, no respect for Toad. Koopa Troopa um, was so much better. I wonder why they didn't bring him back. Because it wasn't like... Because um, I still think they only had... Eight players in this. They did. Is eight players, no Koopa Troopa, sub in Wario. So Wario became my favorite um, because he mm. replaced Koopa Troopa. Yeah. And he was the third fattest. So Bowser and Donkey, similarly to the first one, were the two fattest, and they were a little too fat. Like they didn't have good acceleration after yeah. they got bumped or whatever. Wario was the next fattest, so he couldn't bump Bowser or DK, but he could bump everyone else, mm. and he had better acceleration than those mm. two. I thought it was a really good combination. That's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely used, uh, again, Yoshi all the time. And you were good or bad? At this I point? was good at this one. I, I was very. I was. I, I was actually very. I would actually. I wish we could play it together because, like, I feel like, I there might be a game I could. You could hold your own. Hold your own, my own at against you. Okay. Um, I don't agree, but because um, like the, this, the, so there was drifting in Super Nintendo, but it wasn't Tokyo drifting. It was. It wasn't the same as the '64 version. Like you could drift in '64 like so easy. When people are talking about car drifting, I honestly don't know what they mean if they don't preface Tokyo drifting. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> well, I mean, it was. At a, there, was there was a time when that was true. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was actually a game I was good at. So I played it a lot and I could beat my friends and that was fun. Um, Were you consistently the best or was it a competitive thing? No, it was definitely competitive. Like it was, I mean... It, this game had more balancing out. Like yeah. you could get the, the lightning bolt if you were in last mm-hmm. or the star. Yeah. And it just felt like the, the items were acutely aware of what position you were in and they tended to help you a lot more than the original. Yeah, it, it introduced the rubber banding that is now the mainstay in all of Mario Kart games. Like rubber banding is just, it's a, a P, it's like what makes Mario Kart so good right now. You've explained rubber banding on the NBA Jam podcast, but maybe you want to briefly explain Sorry, that. you're right. I've been saying rubber banding a lot. I probably should put this in front of Super Nintendo version. Uh, but rubber banding is basically, if you're in first place, you're going to get all the crappy items. If you're in last place, you're going to get all the powerful items. If you're in the middle, you're going to get basic the same items that you you get items that will move you forward and basically it just allows someone that's in first place 
to not just stay there like and allows a person in eighth place to come back into the to the game i will say 64 mario kart 64 didn't have wasn't as great as it is as it is now because there were because these tracks were so long you could get so far ahead in some of these races and and there's a lot of secrets like that you could just you could cheese or not cheese but like get ahead it was just one of those things if and like most video games if you played it more and you were more familiar with it you had instinctive leg ups yeah so but rubber banding is just a way to make the game put everyone on equal playing on an equal playing field um and we didn't mention donkey kong came yeah he's in the game (laughs) they finally said i don't know why we had wife beater donkey kong jr in the super nintendo version but let's get the real thing (laughs) um but let's get into like the the main star of this game is the freaking courses. The courses were so good. I mean, I don't think there's a course that I hated in this game. Uh, there's probably one. Toad's Turnpike. To- eh, I like Toad's Turnpike. I, don't. I like playing Toad's Turnpike on reverse. Yeah. When they're coming at you. Toad was a pussy. So. <laughs> I didn't like his Turnpike. Um, turnpike, I'm not sure. What is your favorite level? Wario Stadium was my favorite level. Um, of course it is because I love Wario and it was this really fun like dirt it was like a dirt track that was really it was one of the longer courses it was the longest course I think it was it that a rainbow road yeah so it was a long course that had a lot of weapons and there was a lot of fun straightaways to hit people it had good turns it was mud and my favorite part of Wario Stadium was there was this big ramp towards the end of each lap mm. and on that ramp um you would get going enough so that you could jump over another part of the course and land on the other side and continue. What was fun was if you got yourself a red turtle shell or a lightning bolt, you could hang out and wait for people to go up the ramp and then use it and fuck them over so hard because they would have to like redo almost that whole lap. Like you could cost them like legit three quarters of a lap. Oh yeah. And there was like nowhere else in the game that I remember you could do this. There, No, I don't think so. And it was... And it was at the end of the... It was like, yeah, it was at the end of the, the lap. End of the lap. And like, if if you were in a tight race with someone and it was a third lap and you were coming to the end and you had a... And you were in and you were in first place and, the, and you could... Because you're watching screen probably. Yeah. The, and they, they had a lightning bolt. They had a lightning bolt or they had a red shell. If they had a red shell, like you, you might as well just let them get ahead of you. If they had a lightning bolt, the only thing you could do was try and juke them out. Like you would go for it, then you would let them hit it, then you would hit the hit break, like reverse, just yeah. hang out, and then just and try and wait, and then go in reverse because yeah. it would it would still save you way more time, but it'd fuck you either way. Yeah, I would always if I was in first place, I would try to save a mushroom because if you went, mm-hmm. if you used a mushroom over it, and even if you got hit or got the lightning bolt, you could still use it. You could still almost have enough momentum to get over. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that was such a because it was also the like last. I think it was the last course in that. No, it was the first. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, you could come back then. I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed Peach's Castle. I don't know if that's what the course oh, was yeah, called. Oh yeah, Peach's Castle. It um, had that really really cool like off course area where you could go check out Mario. Oh, you castle. could go check out Mario Mario's Castle. Yeah, um, that was a great. That actually had a. You, I mean, they didn't set you back, but you could hit people when they were going over the, like that big jump. Yeah, that cool jump. Going down to the castle. Like, that was a good level. You could, you could hit people with shells and 
fall out of the air. So in the original Super Mario 64, there was 120 stars, right? Mm-hmm. I had collected 119 of them. And I and this was before internet was useful. I couldn't for the life of me figure out where this last one was. It was one of the castle's hidden stars that I didn't know about. Mm. It, and specifically, it was the one... At the very beginning, there's like a there's like a peach window you can go in, and then you ride down a slide, and you get a star at the end. Mm. But if you beat that slide in less than like 20 seconds, you get a bonus star, and that was the one I didn't know about. So for the longest time, I was stuck on like 119 stars on Mario 64, and I was like brainstorming, how do I find this 120 20th star? And I there was a period of my life where I legit thought it had something to do with Peach's castle track mm. and that cat like i had thought it had something to do with like you had to get the star and peach's castle in in like mario kart and then use the the fucking memory pack in the back of your 64 to transfer like seriously that's where my brain was going because i had no fucking idea how to get that that's smart i mean that's an interesting way to look at it well you got to remember that i was like attacking this problem from every angle <laughs> um so yeah, that was a great level. That was uh, a great, yeah. Back to Toad's Turnpike. Toad, so you're, this level is kind of creative because you're like on a freeway with a bunch of real cars, like semi trucks yeah. and like Volkswagens, and they're they're riding next to you. And if you hit any of them, you like spin out and you like stop. Not even spin forward, you like stop. You like fucking you you wreck. Yeah. And it was a difficult it was a difficult course because there was so much heavy traffic everywhere there was very few places you could drive safely except on the edge yeah you pretty much had to hug the edge of the rail mm-hmm. and then on special they yeah. came at you which is i always thought on was special fun. they reversed the traffic flow <coughs> so that all the cars are coming at you which made it even more fun for brennan and more challenging yeah um toad's turnpike not church sorry um yoshi's Course. Yoshi's like crazy course. I always enjoyed it the most because it 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 hid what place you were in. Yes, and but you knew what place you were in if you were in first. <laughs> and, and after you play it a few times, you develop your favorite path to go. Mm-hmm. So you'd usually go the same way every mm-hmm. time. I certainly had my path. Yeah, left. I, I had a bat. Well, there was. It wasn't that simple though. It was like left, then hard right. Mm. Like it, anyway. I mean, I could go do it right now if, if I had the game. I, yeah, if I was driving through it, I would remember. I think it. that actually think that course might be on the new Super Mario Kart on well, didn't, Ultimate. Didn't you say they put all the old courses on there? No, no, they do not all. They're not all on there. They have a handful of like best, like best courses that are some are your favorites, but they don't have them all. So, um, so really challenging, uh, like Toad's Turnpike, really challenging courses on this were the Bowser levels. Mm. So I think like the best part about these things was they had some fucking kick ass music. Some intense shit, huh? That was very intense. I don't re- I don't remember that entirely, but I... I do. I, I fucking loved it. It puts you in the zone. Like, whoa, I'm in hell right now. I'm in Bowser's hell. He's <laughs> trying to kill me. Um, and there's fireballs coming at you and shit. It I, I makes me want to... I want I want to hear one of the other themes, but we'll get to it when the I... The Bowser we'll Castles had all those fucking giant thwomps, too. They did, yeah. That was... Uh, was that the last on... It was, it, there that was, was the like last three court. or four of them. There, there was there, there was like three or four Bowser Castle levels. Oh really? Yeah, I think there was like one on each course. 
Huh. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, now I want to go back and play it because I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, they were really popular and hard. They were difficult levels. Yeah. Rainbow road, hard. final, final course. And it, that wasn't hard. Was it? No. It Cause, wasn't that cause they hard. introduced the rails. Yeah. I, I honestly think they screwed up and they should have had the rails like maybe for lower level, but like, Take those off. When, yeah, get when, rid of the rails. Get it, it was too, cc. It was too wide. Yeah. It was too wide to even like fall out. So you could, yeah. So they um, take them off in the later versions. There's a couple of things about that road, Rainbow Road on 64. There's like all these giant thwomp or uh, chain chomps. Mm-hmm. They're, they're huge. They take up like like half the, the screen when they come at you. So you had to dodge these chain chomps all the time, which was a pain in the ass. And they were hard to, it was hard to tell which way they were coming. They like zigzag at you. And then um, at the very beginning, there's a jump at this one too. Mm. And you could successfully jump all and hug the left and cut half the course out and land on the other half of the course. It was very hard to do. I don't remember ever attempting. To, I'm, I don't remember this. Yeah, I did it. I did it on accident like once. I like mm. jumped off and I like flew way over there. I was like, holy shit, I almost landed on that. So I just started practicing to see if I could. And fucking yeah, I did. I figured out how to do it. Wow. Uh, and you didn't need a feather or anything. They didn't even have feathers. Didn't have feathers in, no, in yeah. All you need to do is jump. Mm-hmm. Just like the, the, the bumper button. Yeah. The, the courses on this were... Yeah, my I've, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about Koopa Beach. Because Koopa Beach was a really good... It was a it was one of the shorter courses, but it had that like not secret, but it had that like shortcut that went through the mountain. Oh yeah, the ramp that you needed a mushroom. You had to have a mushroom. Yeah, you had to hit it just right, or you'd hit the side of the mountain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was a difficult cheat. You could hit it. I think you could hit it in 150 cc without a mushroom. Oh really? Yeah, you just had to have. um, I didn't attempt it. I wasn't good at that jump. Yeah, that is a tough jump. you know what they just realized is that they didn't have coins in this game. We we never talked about coins in the last game. Yeah. But like coins are back in it now, but like they provide like they give you more acceleration or they make your they just make you better, faster. Coins in the Super Nintendo version, if you ran out of coins and you got bumped, you'd spin out. Yeah. So I th- always thought that's all they did. Maybe that is what it, all they do. And the, then now in the versions currently coins are in it and they you they, you go faster. Yeah, I, I'm. I didn't miss coins in the 64. Um, I didn't think they added much in the super version. So, but now that we're getting into like coins, best weapons. I mean, obviously, red shell was amazing. Triple red shell. Triple red. Well, did this is a they went one around you, right? Yeah, like they circled around. They you. like they were like your bodyguard. Mm-hmm. So you'd have triple red shell like hovering around you, which was so handy because nobody could hit you. Because it was protecting you from other people's like projectiles, and you could just ram people and use one of them to spin fuckers out, yeah. and then shoot the other ones if you wanted to, or ram fuckers. It was, it, it gave you the most diversity. Triple red shell was the best. Yeah, um, but triple green shell was good too, just as a bumper. Just yeah, when you could have it spinning around you, and you you could not get hit by the, you could possibly not get hit by a red shell if you had it circling around you. Triple green shell, you could you could block things effectively, but if you only had two. You could hit fuckers in between the gap between the three, like because if you use one, you have a gap now in your in your yeah. shield. Um, they didn't have this in Super Nintendo version, but like the single versions of the shells, you could use them to protect yourself. You could use them to like hold behind your butt. Yeah, you could just like hold the button and carry it behind your butt for long periods of time. Same with the banana peel. Yeah. Um, oh, the the sixty four version had like the the six or eight banana peels. 
I thought that was kind of cool. Not so much to shoot them forward, but to drag them behind you on your butt mm-hmm. and then use them to spin somebody out. And then they all scatter everywhere. Then you have like a spot on the course where there's like seven fucking banana peels. And it's just, yeah. like, it's just like chaos. Oh, banana. That was a thing on Wario's. You, I would always set banana peels on the, yeah, me too. On the edge right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, lightning bolt. Um, I, 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 I hate cheats kind of, I mean, you only get it when you're sucking. Yeah. Yeah. I never liked. There's your rubber yeah. band AI. Yeah, that's. That, was there? A, there was a blue shell in this game. Fucking blue shell. Blue shells are socialist. They see others doing well in life, <laughs> and they decide to knock them back a peg for no other reason other than they're doing well. That's funny. <laughs> but the blue shell in this version, like it, like so now, and super and like Mario Kart now, like the blue shell just goes above everyone and yeah. goes. To the first person. Yeah, in the 64 it, version, it would follow the center of the track yeah. throughout the whole course until it knocked out the fucker in first place. So you could essentially hit... You could hit like three, four... Yeah. I mean, I theoretically seven. I never saw that, but... Um, what? So we got... And they got the ghost. And the ghost was... The ghost would steal shit, which was the best part of the ghost. And mm-hmm. it would also make you invisible for 10 yeah, I think seconds. it gave you invincibility. Yeah. No, invisibility. Invisibility. So, but you would... But if you got the star... Not the star... Um, was with star, but like the lightning. Oh wouldn't yeah, affect you, you. you would miss the lightning bolt. You, you miss lightning bolt and the blue shell. Yeah. Um. I, well, I'm not sure, but maybe. I, maybe I'm a yeah. Anyway, I didn't like blue shells. Like I said, they're socialists. So if you if you were like in first place and somebody's shooting blue shell from you, you'd like slow down. You'd let somebody else pass you. Yeah. You just ride second and hang out to his left or something for a bit. They fixed that now. Good. Because now you, if you slow so down, whoever you shoot it at, whoever's in first, right. it, it, and you try to slow it down, doesn't it, matter. It still hits the person that was in yeah, first when it went out. Stupid. Figure out something else. Um, but I love the star. I mean, I like the star in the first game too. But yeah. like the star in sixty four was just like you use that and you're gonna get a he- very far ahead because you could save it when you're in first and just get use get a humongous gap between you and the other characters. The battle mode in Nintendo 64 mm. version was so superior. And it was because it had all this weapon diversity is because you could have four players and it, cause it had four awesome courses that you could fight on. It, it, yeah, it was, I, I only liked the one with the levels. Yeah. Um, the levels was the best, the funnest one. The, like that had the bases. Yeah. Um, cause you could make a base at the top. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that that version. The Wario or the is it's not Wario, but it was like there's a, a donut level, the donut level, and then there was like there was a level that everybody hated where there's just edges everywhere. It was like lava. Was that no? That was no, a the, donut. There was lava in the donut level. There was another level like in outer space or something. I don't yeah, say. I, you would just fall off. Like nobody played that level. You only, I mean, honestly, I probably we only probably ever played that one. The, the levels, the the main. The, yeah, the there was one. another one that was good too. But I think, but like what, how we were talking about last in Super Super Mario Kart was, it was two players. Now you had four players, and it actually kind of way more fun, way more fun, way like, better. And no AI, no computer AI. But um, oh, you know, I was gonna say in the battle version of the Super Nintendo Mario Kart, there was this level that had like shallow water in the mm. battle mode, and inside. You, there were like places where you, that were enclosed entirely by blocks, mm. and you could jump inside those with a feather and get. You could ju- you could then proceed to jump right out of them if you wanted, or you could stay in them. So there was this the the level in Super Nintendo with the shallow water. There was oh I remember the there was like an L shaped 
block enclosure that you could feather jump into and it had a um it had an item generator like mm. those little question marks yeah so you could sit in there and shoot shit at your enemy so you could like that was a legit base because they couldn't get in there unless they <laughs> got a feather and you had this reoccurring item so you mm-hmm. could just like go back and forth and get like um banana peels and shoot them out over the top I didn't. I did not know that. I know it was a really, really like next level troll move that I, <laughs> that I discovered. Um, was the bomb in this game? No, bomb. No, like the bomb, like a bomb. Bomb. No, there was no bomb. I think you're thinking of like double dash or something. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. I really mean. I will say. I mean, we're pushing time, but like, I think. I mean, sixty four was great. Um. I mean, I the, the shitty part about sixty four is that you couldn't play three and four player in grand pre mode. You're right. You you could play the courses against each other, but you couldn't play against the AI. And then yeah, you couldn't. And the only way you could play with four people was you do races or battle or battle. But yeah. the AI was non existent in three and four player mode. That was lame. Yeah, I wish they could have fixed that. That that seems weird that you couldn't do that. Um, well. That's pretty. That's a, that's pretty much it. That's yeah. it. I mean, I, I don't think we're missing much. I would just say, like, if, are there any like Mario Kart games after this one that you really latched yes. onto? Which one? One that's out right now. Super, super. What? Uh, on the Switch. On the Switch. Oh, I haven't played it. Oh, I, it's I, we. I, yeah, we have. We. I brought it I, well, when I, I had this. I mean, I might have played I mean, it once or twice, but I mean, I haven't like played it. Played it. It is my. It's it is, it is a great game. I don't know. I'm just not into racing games anymore. I mean, I never really was. I liked Mario Kart. But that um, was like it. I've never been into racing games. Yeah, Mario Kart Eight. Um, it's really, really good. It has custom. I mean, you can pick your carts. Like they added the carts in like a later version. But like, it's a very, it's a good game, and it also has on the levels. Like it brings back old school levels that are classic from all the different versions. I got Double Dash when I was like 18 or 19 and I had a GameCube and I bought Double Dash and I thought it was so boring. Double Dash is probably the worst in the series. Like it's critically like the worst and people who like people hated it. The GameCube almost killed Nintendo. They did so many weird things with that system that like. Yeah, what did they do that was great? I mean, you love Mash Bros. Melee. Other than that, what's the big successful GameCube type? I know people like Metroid Prime. Yeah, I mean, Metroid Prime... I can't get into Metroid I mean, Prime, though. I can't get into the mechanics of like, it. I mean, I think Wind Waker is a, it's a good Zelda game, but, like, people... Oh, Wind Waker's good, but, I mean, I, yeah. I it mean, was difficult. It was very difficult, and it took a I minute... Mean, really long. The, the the system of sailing was just... I just beat Wind Waker for the first time in, in quarantine. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I, I was not ashamed to use like the internet a couple of times. I mean, I'll try, I'll try and solve the puzzle for like an, a good game hour. Mm. Then I'm like, okay, I'm like 36. I need did, to like move on. Did you play the HD remaster on the switch? No, I play. I had owned it for GameCube forever and never played it. Oh my God. And so during COVID quarantine, I started just looking at my like games in my library that I'd never played and mm-hmm. saying, okay, now's the time to play these games. And wind waker was like one of the first ones. I was like, yeah, now's a good time to finally play wind waker. Yeah. Wind waker was a game that I never was one of the first, um, Zelda games that I didn't buy at launch when it came out wow. when it, at release. Like I've, let's call the press. I've probably bought every Zelda game at release from, Oh, well, that's a true. This is amazing. Brandon. Since, we should put this in our show. Notes. Since after, in it's the a, description of the show, come learn about how Britta didn't buy Zelda Wedwaker at Lodge. Yeah. 
I just, you know, it was tough. But, they, but you're right. They, they, they fixed a lot of the bugs in the HD remaster. GameCube like, kind of sucked. You're right. The GameCube sucked. Um, but yeah, Super Mario Kart 8 or whatever it's called now, Mario Kart 8, uh, is I think is really good. It has way too many characters in it. Um, it has like every character. But bring back your fair though, Koopa. Koopa's in it. Koopa Troopa. Um, but there's a lot of different characters in it. Even Link's in it, which is weird. Hmm. Um, and... But yeah, I mean, this is a game that's just going to keep on getting made by Nintendo as long as we live. So yeah, probably. It's I don't know. I'm not. I'm just not interested anymore. I mean, I like the older ones, but I'm not interested in. The I would be. You know, I would like them to go back to the old, like the. I would like them to like make it more cart based because now they have motorcycles in it. It's they have a lot of flying. They have flying and not flying, but like you can sail like like you would jump off things and then you float. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And they have like this anti-gravity thing. Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. I wish they just go back to like old school. There, So there is a new version of uh, Mario Kart that has came out recently that is like, it's an actual physical cart that you can put in your house. It's, Whoa. And you can, it's like $100. Is it VR? And yeah, and so basically you p- control it with your Switch and then you control you control the cart with your switch and you make a course around your house and you physically drive it around your house yeah like you physically drive like a like a fucking power wheels yeah not you not you but i mean yeah but it's like a little rc car and you can play a game and you can have yeah you can have you can play up to four people if you have four carts but no one has nuts um that's kind of cool though i I can't believe you had four people with four carts i've been so close to buying it a couple times because I think Link and Ivy might in, like get a kick out of it, but I I don't want to spend the money. That's his twins for those new listeners. Um, yeah, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Do you ever play it on your phone? No, I'm not, I'm just I'm not into Mario Kart anymore. Yeah, I find it I don't know redundant. There's other games. It's a redundant type style of game. Yeah, you go around in circles. I mean, racing is redundant. Racing is redundant, but I mean it. It's an approachable. I will say Mario Kart is the most approachable racing game for anyone, and it it is the most fun racing game if you want to play it. I agree with that. Like, there's I've I'm not a, never been a racing game type of person, never been a fighting game type of person, but like the fighting games I like to play, Smash Brothers, racing games I like to play, Mario Kart. So you're a Mario basic bitch, basically. Yeah, I'm too. Um, so well, well, well that's I mean. I'm not sure there's much else. Oh, I, we we did it. We, we you thought there wasn't much to talk about. We filled an hour. Well, we wisely doubled up. We went Super Nintendo and 64. I don't recall that being on the docket prior. Like I, when you said Mario Kart, it, that it struck me. I have to do both. Otherwise, not. Oh yeah, that's what I that that's what I would assume. Like you can't just talk about one. Okay. That that you. Yeah, we would have been a ten minute episode. Yeah, and a bad <laughs> one at that. <laughs> but yeah, for I mean, listen, uh, Super Nine Bros continues to kick ass. We continue to get lots of ratings. We're still popular in the the province of Cyprus. I, ho- I think so. Yeah, the province. I don't know. It's, what a, it's a country, it. is it? Yeah, I don't know. China might not like that. Um, calling it a country. That's, oh, a, <laughs> that's a LeBron James joke for anybody. <laughs> Gosh. Or no, not LeBron. John Cena. John Cena. John Cena wasn't supposed to call Taiwan a country, and he had to apologize. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. You know what's more ridiculous is how, like, like everyone knows it's stupid, and they, they still, like, like it's still a thing. It's still a thing? You need to apologize to China. Why? 
I don't know why, because China's because weird. they because control us economically. That's why, because they have their their economic finger up America's ass. That's fair, and they're puppeting us with it. And they they have won the they have won the world war economically. They've won, and mm. we're, we're their bitch now. That's why. Mm. That's scary. It is scary. I've never thought of it like that. Well, I'm not going to get into politics on here, but um, go play Super uh, Mario Kart or 64 or whatever you want to do. Play the 64 version with your friends. And uh, if you guys are real cool cats and kittens, mm-hmm. Carol Baskin, that Thank bitch, you. Uh, <laughs> you guys can give us those awesome five-star reviews on iTunes and Apple Music. That is what we seek. That is our drug of choice. We snort lines of five-star reviews yep. off of bathroom toilets with hookers in Vegas yeah. frequently. Last night even. Not Vegas, but... A, a bad part of Spokane, a real yeah. bad part. I don't think that's true. Well, it, okay, it's not that bad. I mean, home, <laughs> home prices are going up. It, that's true. It's a moderately bad part of Spokane. Do um, anyway, you guys can thank us by giving us those awesome five-star reviews that we would really appreciate, and you should reach out to us on the socials, on Facebook and Insta and at Bropo Mode and at Super 90s Brothers, mm-hmm. and uh, we would love to hear from you. Give us your thoughts. Give us your feedback. Give us those reviews. Share the show with your friends. Yeah. Anything else, bud? No, I mean... Our next show, we're planning on doing a, a classic, John Woo flick. Woo! Um, but we might have a special episode. We'll see. Um, but until what's the, what's the what's the John Woo classic? Oh, Face Off. I'm gonna take his face off. Um, so yeah, we'll be we'll be back with that. Yeah, we're kind of trying to do Face Off next for all you John Woo, Trump, Nick Cage, John Travolta fans. And anyway, that does it for Brennan Pointer. I am Adam J. Pitzler. This has been another Blue Shell shooting episode of Super 90s Bros. Get out of first place. Get the lightning bolt. Fuck over your friends on Wario Stadium Jump. Anything else, bud? Nope. Peace. Later. Later.